put your seatbelt on. Um, this is going to be a great ride this morning. We're talking about lying. Oh, wow. We started off with um, uh, complaining. Then we went to criticizing. Today we're on lying. Next week is gossip. If you're, if you're ready for it, right? My big fat mouth, the reason that we say my is because we're looking at my big fat mouth, right? We have to take uh, inventory and have a checkup from the neck up to know what to do with this thing <laughs> that wants to be uh, uncontrolled, loose. You know, it reminds me of a time when I was a, a, a little kid um, talking about children and I was a Cub Scout, and, you know, all Cub Scouts learn how to build fires. I don't know what it is with males or boys and fire. But, man, I, I, I like to strike the match and watch. I mean, there's just power there. There's, you know, and as a child, you're told, don't play with matches. Now, I, I don't know. I haven't checked this morning, but there are people online watching. My mom normally watches She's sequestered in. She has some health issues, and sometimes she would be here. My brother pastors a church in Flowery Branch, and so she um, she spends time between his church and our church and our church here. And so she both she calls us both pastor. But mom's watching, and if I'm telling the truth, um, put it on the Facebook, mom. I'm telling the truth. But so my mom was my den mother, right? As a Cub Scout. Don't play with matches. Don't play with matches. And my cousin came one time over for the summer. And as growing up, you know, he's, uh, he brought uh, sparklers. So we not only had matches, but we had sparklers. And he says, hey, let's go out in the backyard and play with the sparklers. And I'm thinking, wow. I mean, I just learned how to strike matches, you know. And uh, now we have some sparklers. Well, we lived in South Georgia, and we had the windows up on the house, and you know, so the air, the breeze could come through. And, and so I thought it would be great. We thought it would be great if we just come near to the, uh, the spigot, the faucet, the hose, you know, where you got the hose. So you, if something did happen, because we're bright enough to know if something happens, we can put it out. Well, so we're lighting sparklers. And I didn't think anything about mom smelling this sulfur and stuff from the matches and the sparklers and and so we're just having a great time in the middle of the day looking at the sparklers and lighting matches and everything. And our plan was to put it up under the, the house if she came out. Well, sure enough, she came out. Right, Mom? You came out. Spoiled our fun. And I was busted. Hey, were you guys lighting matches? I didn't light any match. <laughs> oh my and so we both agreed that we would say no we didn't light any match and so I was the one that got in trouble my, my cousin didn't because my mom told me don't play with fire and she said when your dad gets home you're going to get a spanking and my dad so I was a good kid. My dad didn't have to spank me very much, but he spanked me that time. He says, I'm going to give you a spanking you'll never forget. And I've never forgot it. It's imprinted in my mind. 
on my heart. My dad took the belt with, you know, not the, not the buckle side, but he took my hand and we went around in circles. I remember it. Now, I'm still living, so he didn't beat the life out of me, and it didn't hurt me, but I learned a lesson to not lie. How about you? What are some of the things that you did as a kid? You remember, you remember this? The fingers behind the back? I'm going to cross my fingers because I'm telling, I'm telling a lie, and I've somehow short-circuited the truth out, and I can tell a lie. But it, not, it didn't stop there with the fingers. We would cross our legs. And, oh, uh, my, my shoelaces were crossed. My hair was crossed. So I didn't tell a lie because whatever. But as a child, you learn how to go around the truth. Go around the truth. Why do we go around the truth? Well, it's become socially acceptable, hasn't it? It's become socially acceptable. Um, should I mention political debate? Or maybe not. No, let's stay away from that. But listen, we move at such a fast pace and a fast rate that there's no time to fact check anyone. And we have grown to not trust anyone and to believe someone is guilty before we make them prove their innocence. All because our society accepts lying. How about a joke like this? How can you tell if a politician is lying? Everybody knows the punchline, right? If their lips are moving. Listen to this article in Time Magazine. You can find it online in 2018. I'm just taking a quote to get down to the meat of it. Here's a quote. Researchers say that there is a lot we get wrong about deception truth-telling, and trust, and that if mastered, lying the right way can actually help build connections, trust, and businesses. Quote, I believe that we should be teaching our kids, students, and employees when and how to lie, says Maurice Schweitzer, a professor at the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania who studies deception and trust. Wow. Society accepts that people lie. I believe that's why we live in a very skeptical and mistrusting time. On average, a person will lie four times a day, a normal person. And according to a University of Massachusetts study, 60% of people cannot have a 10-minute conversation without lying. That's staggering, isn't it? Wow. Have we gotten that far away from truth and the value of truth? So why do we lie? I'm glad you asked. To impress. To impress. In fact, I'm a Rhodes Scholar because my last name is Rhodes. And I do have a degree. <laughs> but I didn't go to the Oxford uh, University of England, right? We stretch things to make ourselves 
looked good, look good. We tell lies to avoid conflict. Husbands, look straight ahead. When your wife says, how does this look, honey? You want to save time, and you say, oh, beautiful. It looks beautiful. Let's go, <laughs> right? To avoid conflict, we lie uh, to get away with something. We lie to shift blame. We lie to be nice. I don't want to tell them the truth because it might hurt their feelings. Relationships, write this down, relationships are built on trust. And how can you trust without the truth? Relationships are built on trust. And how can you trust without the truth? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, is what John says in the first chapter. But we see in Genesis that lying has been happening since the beginning of time. Everything in Genesis is great. Chapter 1, chapter 2, until you get to chapter 3. So it takes three chapters into the Bible to get into lying. Here's how chapter 3 starts. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say, you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it, <laughs> or you will die. It's not the truth. It's not the truth. It's not the truth. I, you know, I was driving yesterday thinking and praying and saying, Lord, I want to be more truthful. Lord, in, in the prayer, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Lord, I, 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 it would be great if I could be retrofitted with a, a truth alarm that every time I said something, if it was not the truth, the full truth, and nothing but the truth, right? Because I, I want... My words to be true. Because here's the point, guys. There's power and truth. There's freedom and truth. When you tell a lie or you're part of a lie, you become bound, imprisoned, enshackled. When we live in truth and walk in truth, there's freedom. That's one thing that I want you to get today more than anything else, more than the scriptures. More than anything else, lies lock you up, but truth sets you free. Everybody say that. Lies lock you up, but truth sets me free. And so here in chapter 3, the serpent lied to Adam and Eve, and Adam lied to God when he blame shifted. And he said, it's the woman that you gave me. What a lie. 
What a lie. It's time for men to take responsibility. We keep saying it's time for men to take their responsibility. And we've been saying that for thousands of years. It's time for men to take their responsibility and stand up and say, no, no more lying. I'm not going to lie to you, to myself, to God, no more. And so John 8, 44 says this. John 8, 44 says this. He, the devil, he, the devil, was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language. So the native language of the devil is what? Lying. He doesn't know how to talk without lying. If you see the devil's lips moving, it's a lie. Right? <laughs> That's really the joke. For he is a liar and the father of lies. Who's the father of lies? The enemy, the devil, Satan, the serpent, Lucifer. He's the father of lies. He thought that he could exalt his throne above God, but he was wrong. He lied to one-third of the angels and was convincing enough to convince them to go with him, and he was wrong. He's wrong about everything that he says. So it's time for us to stop believing the enemy. He says, you're going to fail? Say, that's a lie. He says, your marriage is going to uh, uh, break apart? Say, that's a lie. He says, you're going to get sick with COVID and die? Say, that's a lie. Thank you. That's a lie. Everything he says is a lie. Why do we even entertain words from the enemy? It's dangerous to join ourselves to the devil. The devil is under judgment. He's been judged. He was cast out of heaven. His days are numbered. His destiny is the bottomless pit through the lake of fire into the bottomless pit. I don't want to go with him. I don't want you to go with him. It's time to unhook from the devil. It's time to agree with the truth of the word of God. Lies lock you up, but the truth sets you free. God made us to walk in truth. Look at 1 John chapter, or 3 John, 1st chapter. 3 John, 1st chapter. Verse 4. There's only one chapter in 3 John. <laughs> I have no greater. This is John, the pastor of the church of Jerusalem, half-brother of Jesus. He said, I have no greater greater joy than to know that my children are blessed and prosperous. No. That they're healed. I have greater, no greater joy than to see the bank accounts of my children full. No. Here's what it says. That I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Because listen, if we're walking in the truth, guess what? The blessings of God follow us. Everything that God says to us follows us. His grace and his mercy abound towards us when we're walking in the truth. Why is it important to walk in the truth? Because God made us to walk in the truth and not in a lie. Proverbs 12:22, the New Living Translation says the Lord detests lying lips. 
but he delights in those who tell the truth. The Hebrew word for detest there is toeba. Toeba actually means uh, that something is disgusting. It's an abhorrence. It's an abomination. It's something that makes someone nauseous. And so when we see even people from Genesis to Revelation who their lives are open, thank God that, 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 <laughs> that he put the lives of people just raw and unfiltered in the Bible, right? David lied. But then the Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart. But every time we see someone lie, it, it's, it's sickening to the Lord. He detests it. And it should, we, we, sh, we say this, we should hate what God hates and love what he loves. He loves the truth, but he hates a lie. That's why he's trying to break us free from a lie. Not to live in a lie, not to tell a lie, not to propagate a lie. If we don't know, say, I don't know. It's okay to say, I don't know. It's liberating to say, I don't know. Just practice it. I don't know. And if somebody pressures you to know everything, hmm, I wonder who they're coming, coming from. <laughs> the Lord detests lying lips. But he delights in those who tell the truth. Ephesians 4.21 says this. That since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. That's the spirit of truth. The Holy Spirit is called the spirit of truth. Let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So stop telling lies, verse 25. Let us tell our neighbors the truth. For we are all parts of the same body. Stop telling lies and let us tell our neighbors the truth. When you lie, you have to remember what you've said so that you say the same thing to the same person the next time, right? It puts you in prison. It puts you in bondage because you are afraid that you're going to slip up and say the wrong thing to the wrong person if you've lied to so many people, right? Lying binds you, puts you in fear. Lies lock you up, but the truth sets you free. I have a new nature, and I was born to tell the truth. Say that with me. I have a new nature, and I was born to tell the truth. You're created by God, recreated by God, given a, a, a born-again spirit, a new creation. In your spirit resides the truth, the, the, the spirit of truth. Jesus said, I am the truth, the way, the life, right? If there's truth in us, God wants that truth to come out. People, people may have a problem with truth, but they like the truth. They like the truth. 
Isn't that true? I like the truth. I want the Lord to tell me the truth. I don't want the Lord to tell me what I want to hear. Right? Because it keeps me bound. If I say, Lord, show me, you think he's going to answer that prayer? Absolutely. Quick. (laughs) We need the truth to set us free. The truth sets us free. So here's the liar's plan. The threefold liar's plan. To get you to lie, number one. To get you to lie. To exaggerate your stories. To impress your friends. You know, and those, those stories that we tell to impress people, we have to continue to, t- to tell to impress. And so pretty soon, pretty soon, the step number two is that we lie to ourselves. But when we lie, like uh, I caught off sick today. After all, it's, it's my PTO. And I can use it. I should be able to use it to do what I want to do. I don't know where you work, whether that PTO now is allowed to, I'm just going to take a PTO, or you have to call up and say, <coughs> i got to go take a COVID test, so I, I need off today and for the next two weeks. How convenient, right? <laughs> There's a... There's a couple laughing. There's a couple of kind of sneering at me like, whoa, back off, buddy. (laughs) Make up something about someone. Did you hear what they did? I mean, when you say that, you've got a captive audience, right, in your place of employment. Did you hear what Brenda did the other week? No, tell me. Have you ever had anybody turn you down when you said something like that? No, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Maybe we should be the ones saying, you know what? Does this look like a garbage can to you? <laughs> lies. They made a song like that. Lies, 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 lies. Only a couple people know that one. We paint the story to our benefit, right? Or we have this idea. Just, just one just one, just one. We'll just withhold the truth one time. But if you look in Acts chapter 5, you see Ananias and Sapphira. And they came before the apostles and they submitted part of the money that they were supposed to. And Peter said, in Acts 5 verse 3, you've not lied to just us human beings. But you lied to God. And he made it so specific. He said, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? And so you can see that it's, it's dangerous to say, oh, just this one time. It'll work out or it'll be covered. Purposely lying can cost you your life. Lies lock you up, but the truth sets you free. And the devil knows this. So the second thing he tries to get you to do is lie to yourself. You start rationalizing. Then you have to tell a lie to cover a lie. And then you begin to lie so often that you start to believe your own lies. And then you're fooling yourself, convinced that you're the victim. I'm not hurting hurting anybody. I can quit at any time. 
And then you're so surrounded by lies that you become disconnected from reality. And the third step there is to live a lie. Living a lie. Compulsive lying. Or a pathological liar. In psychology, when, when they talk about compulsive lying or a pathological liar, th th these people digress into such a point that they, they don't even have, or have to have a reason to lie. <laughs> there's, there's no reality in their life. They're so far from the truth that they're out of touch from reality. And that's where the devil likes to take people and bind them and keep them. We see people in our society today that are successful, have all the money that you could ever want, and have an Instagram, Instagram following of millions of people living a lie because on their Instagram, it's, everything's perfect, but deep inside, they're hurting. They can't reach out to anyone, bound by depression and discouragement, but they have this perfect life on the outside. These successful Hollywood stars and sports stars. Everything on the outside is great, but on the inside, they're wound up so tight and bound by lies. The one that really, really touches me is people that think that they may be a Christian because they grew up in a Christian home or because they're American, because all Americans are Christians, right? And so we believe this lie that just because we were born into a Christian family or we've come into a church or we live in America that we're Christians. That's the biggest lie that the enemy propagates because, oh, you, you don't need to bow your knee to Jesus or confess Jesus. You're, you were born into that. There's no reason that you should give control of your life over to Christ And so the truth is that they've never confessed Jesus as Lord. Before we leave today, in just a few minutes, you're, you're going to be able to confess Jesus as Lord and be free from the lie of believing that you're a Christian just because you want to be or just because you're in the right place. You know, you're no more a Christian because you walk into a church building than you are a boat if you go stand under a boat dock or a uh, car if you walk into a garage, right? To be free from a lie is to accept Jesus as the truth. And that's the greatest truth that we have. That is the greatest freedom that we have. As believers, we believe the truth, and the truth sets us free. So the truth sets us free. Look at 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just. We could say he's faithful and true. God is faithful and he's true to forgive us if we confess. So there's God's part and there's our part. If we do our part, God does his part. Now the forgiveness is there, but we receive it when we confess. And so confession is made unto salvation. Believing in our heart and confessing with our mouth that Jesus is Lord cuts us free 
from the power of the bondage of lies that the devil has bound us with. So powerful the truth is. He forgives us of our sins and purifies us from all unrighteousness. This is why God wants to, us to live in truth because there's freedom there. <laughs> Don't you want to be free? Jesus gives us freedom in the truth. James 5.16 says this, Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for each other so that you may be healed. There's healing in confession. There's freedom in the truth. There's healing in confession and freedom in the truth. Lies lock you up, but the truth does what? Sets you free. Sets you free. I believe there's, there's somebody watching or somebody here this morning that wants to be free. Maybe you've been hurt by someone's lies. Maybe you're bound up right now by the lies the enemy has fed you, given to you. And maybe, you, maybe today is, is the day that you just recognize, wow, I've been believing a lie. The devil's telling me there's no hope, but Jesus is hope. Hmm. The truth is that whom the Son has set free is free indeed. If the prison door is open, what are you doing sitting inside? It's time to walk free. It's time to walk free. I want everybody to bow your head and close your eyes right now. Think about how lies bring bondage, but the truth sets us free. If you're there and you're watching, you need Jesus. Jesus is the, the only truth that can break every lie of the enemy in a split second. Freedom comes from the power of the truth. So, Father, right now I pray for those that are watching that need Jesus, those that are here in the building that need Jesus that they'll walk free from the bondage of the enemy. They'll say, yes, that's me. Yes, I need Jesus. If you need Jesus and you're here, you need Jesus and you're watching. It comes from a decision in your heart and words that come out of your mouth. I can't save you, but Jesus can. When you believe in your heart, Romans says, and we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, we become free from eternal damnation, free to receive the gift of salvation. So if that's you and you want to do that right now, <clears throat> I want to help you and I want to give you some words to say. Say this with me. Heavenly Father, I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I choose today to break free from the lies of the enemy. I accept Jesus as my Savior. I walk free from every lie. 
I choose today to follow Jesus all the days of my life. I believe that Jesus came, shed his blood, died for me, was raised from the dead, and he's alive right now. Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit so that I can follow you and live for you. Father, I just pray right now for those people that made a decision today to break free from the lies, to break free from the enemy, to break free from bondage, to break free from the chains. all to stand. Just stand right there where you are. If you've been dealing with deception, the voices in your in your head and the nightmares that you continue to be harassed by, replay over and over and over again. The truth's going to set you free this morning. Perfect love cast out all fear. The truth of Jesus breaks every chain. You'll just hold out your hands just right there in front of you. Father, I just pray for every one of us right now who've been dealing with any deception from the enemy, any lie from the enemy, any harassing voices or any nightmares, any lies that were spoken over us as children. I command the devil to desist in every maneuver against every person that's hearing this prayer right now. Father, I thank you for the light shining, the truth coming, and breaking every chain right now by the power of the Spirit of truth right now. Father, I thank you for reconciling people to yourself and to each other, restoring relationships, restoring marriages, restoring physical bodies, healing, Stop believing the lie that you're going to die of a disease. Thank you, Father, for healing bodies, healing minds. I command the fear to leave right now. The spirit of fear to leave right now in Jesus' name. No more fear. Say that with me. No more fear here. In Jesus' name, we say no to fear. We say yes to the truth. Yes to the truth. Thank you, Father, that you call the Holy Spirit the spirit of truth. Father, I thank you right now for filling us with your spirit. Saturating every part, spirit, soul, and body. Thank you 
we receive a fresh infilling of the spirit of truth. We declare our eyes are open so that we see and know and walk in the truth. Thank you, Father, for making us sensitive to deceiving spirits. Thank you for making us sensitive to deceptive spirits that are operating in the world and help us to speak the truth in love. In love. Because love is the power that breaks every, every fear. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. If you need prayer this morning for any other reason, right before we dismiss, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, I'm going to ask those that are praying today, if you will come down and take your place up here in the front. You guys come down. And we just want to offer you prayer. If you need prayer. It doesn't matter if it's small to you or huge. We want to give you a chance to be prayed for. So as we're dismissing, if you'll just come forward, um, we have people that are here and they want to be sensitive to your needs. So if you, if you want to stand a safe distance away from them or, or if you just want to join hands with them. You know, we have hand sanitizer here. We have masks here. There's different precautions that we've taken. But we believe that the power of God is here this morning to meet your need. If, it's, if, it, if it matters to you, it matters to God. And it matters to us. So as we're dismissed, if you need prayer, please come forward. Heavenly Father, thank you again for an awesome day today in your presence. Lord, lead us and guide us in your truth. May you be filled with joy because you heard that this week we're walking in truth. Lord, use us to speak truth to our neighbors and love our neighbors. Thank you for leading us in your word and protecting us from the evil. Jesus said, don't, Father, don't take them out of the world. They need to be in the world, but protect them from the evil of this world. So, Father, our prayer is protect us as we go. Use us for your glory. Expand your kingdom through your body. And let us walk in such unity and such love that the world sees that Jesus is Lord. In Jesus' name.